1: Today we have a special guest on Let's Talk, the Tony Michaels podcast. Of course, it's three o'clock central, four o'clock eastern. You know what time that is. It's time for Let's Talk, the Tony Michaels podcast, and I am the Tony Michaels. And again, we have a special guest today. I'm very excited to have this guest. Uh, he's a fellow Tiki Talker. Uh, as everyone, you know, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Ah, it's a children's dancing app. It may be a children's dancing app. But there's plenty of fucking politics to go around over there, and uh, you guys know I like the ticky tocks and I like the, the political ticky tocks. So I wanted to bring someone on who has done a great job at uh, his his videos and his sketches over on TikTok. His name is Gabe Sanchez. He's originally from Chicago, Illinois, but he lives in Los Angeles. Uh, he is he is uh, an actor and comedian, and he does great videos. Fantastic. Um, and some of my favorite are when he's making fun of the paste eaters and actually you know what speaking of that Let's play one of my favorite videos that gave his nun about horse paste.
2: You're not taking the vaccine. I don't know what's in it Well, you could just google it except the vaccine is approved for emergency use only. It's not fdr approved I think you mean fda approved whatever same thing Well, you're in luck because the FDA recently approved the Pfizer vaccine. I'll just stick with what works and what's that? Regeneron you can't be serious. That is literally approved for emergency use only. Oh, is that a problem because sleepy Joe didn't give his approval? Huh? You sound like a f-ing sheep. Oh, what are you eating? Ivermectin, as in the dewormer for livestock. Mm-hmm. And you just called me a sheep. Mm-hmm. Now what are you eating? Heartworm medicine for calves. Oh my God! Just get the vaccine. No. <laughs> so, so I don't know if
1: Gabe is FDR approved or not, but we are going to bring him in today on the show, whether he's approved or not. Uh, so, uh, welcome, G- hey Gabe. How are you? good
2: thank you so much for having me yeah hey no
1: problem no problem we're happy to have you here and we can't wait we've got a few more videos uh if if you don't mind to queue up here um i know you sent us one of your latest videos but i have a few more favorites that i'd like to play um but introduce yourself tell us who you are
2: yeah so uh my name is gabe sanchez uh i like like tony said i'm from chicago i live in la right now and um you know, uh, before the pandemic was doing live shows, comedy, you know, acting. And, and now as things are beginning to slowly come back in doing those things again. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, I pretty much talked to myself in videos as you saw. <laughs> so, so you like the ticky talks, right? Yeah. They're great. The ticky talks are great. You know, I, I, I originally joined at the beginning of the pandemic and couldn't, quite get into the whole dance thing, but it really wasn't my you know well, cup of tea. Well, big
1: big secret, Gabe, big secret. I actually went back to the beginning of your account and I checked out some of the original videos. And I, I decided not to play them here, but I'll tell you if anyone out there is a big Gabe Sanchez fan, it is it is totally worth the laughs to go back. And look at some of Gay's first videos and how he evolved into the sketch videos. And speaking of that, you have... you Now, we're recording this before this premiere. And when this does air, of course, this video will already be out on TikTok and Twitter and the social media sphere, right? Uh, but I mm-hmm. do have yeah. your brand new video that you have not released yet, of course when we do air this it will be released but I feel like we're premiering it here on the recording so let me play that because I want to I want to ask you about a few things on it about on the other hey side. Psst,
2: come here me you looking for that COVID treatment oh no I'm getting the vaccine don't get the jab don't get the jab okay that's how Bill Gates is gonna track you Bill Gates doesn't care what we're doing look man whatever you want I got it okay you want to inject some bleach what the f- all right fine but what about hydroxychloroquine? That was debunked. I've also got ivermectin, the human kind. Not that horse shit. That was also debunked. That was proven to be ineffective. What? Yeah, they used fake data in the research. Shit. Well, uh, I've also got betadine, as in the iodine antiseptic used for minor scrapes and cuts. Yeah, just drink it up and poof, no more coronavirus. Betadine is antibacterial, not antiviral. Well, my dad's friend's cousin's sister's co-worker is a doctor, and they posted on Facebook that it works. I'm just going to leave. Wait, 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 don't leave, OK? I got one more, and I think you'll love this one. All right, it's an exotic treatment from South America. Brazilian Viper Venom. Brazilian Viper Venom? Yeah, just one bite and you're cured. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Holy f- I can feel the cure flowing through my veins. No, that's the toxic venom. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with the vaccine. not that
1: not that it's the humankind not that horse shit that's fantastic so i'm so glad you made that video that 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 really it it pulls all the great cures that these morons have all in one video so how do you what is your process like are you like hey here's my idea and then you write it out Uh, i mean how do you make these tiktoks tell us tell us a little bit about that
2: yeah so i'm pretty much like uh i've got like twitter trending you know kind of like sitting there uh, in the background to figure like all right what's what is being brought up because i don't there's so much shit out there that i i, I i'll miss it right and, and i feel like twitter is a great resource to kind of like bubble those things to the surface um and then from there or or even before that if i catch something online or i'm reading an article i'm just like this is cool. uh so messed up or this is so extreme or this is so ridiculous, whatever it is. Cause I think, you know, over the last year or year plus two years, three years, whatever, uh, uh satire and parody, like normally you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to heighten it to like a 10 or 11. But then like when reality has heightened already base level to like 10 or 11, then you've got to like take it beyond that to like a 15, 16, maybe a 20, depending on what you're trying to do to get the point across. Uh, it's hard because you're like always competing with something in the news that is, you're like, that would never happen. like thinking back, like I never imagined this timeline to be this fucked up, uh, this crazy. And so the process is really like seeing what's, what's trending online, what people are talking about, you know, is there a story that's not really being talked about in trying to bring attention to it or uh, reading up for, in this case, reading up on stories of, uh, of what an anti-vaxxer will take, but, or accept the vaccine right and it's like the other ones are like turpentine and uh uh, uh oh people that were drinking um hydrogen peroxide like there's so many it's like you would literally be like all right listen here's this safe thing to do and they're like no no i don't want to take that and um the videos i do try to try to take a snapshot of those of those events or those moments and then kind of write them into a story, you know, within a minute, 60 seconds or like within 60 seconds or so.
1: So, I mean, it's a good point because what you're talking about in a lot of your videos are like serious, real fucking issues. And some of it is laughable. You know, it's easy to mock, like you're saying it's easy to mock, but sometimes it's not hard to mock them because they are saying the thing that you are trying to say in the video, but they're saying it the way that you would say it. Like it's, like, you are the satire. What the f- satire's fucking did? Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it, we had a huge example of that, like, back in two thousand 2008, uh, really, all the way back then when John McCain selected Sarah Palin. And and they would stand on Saturday Night Live. She would stand there, and she would just say the same things that Sarah Palin said the night before in mm-hmm. an interview. And everyone's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And everyone's like, that's exactly what she said, almost the same cadence of how she said yeah. it. Tina Fey is just doing a, a really silly facial expression, maybe an over-exaggerated yeah. facial expression and movements, but she's saying almost the exact same thing in the exact same cadence that she said it. It's It, it was alarming.
2: Yeah, it's pretty... It, it's one of those things, you know, like, you look at SNL and you're like, all right, what, what topic, you know current event or or trending kind of thing that's being talked about, are they going to, you know, mock, make fun of, or, you know, adapt to do a parody or satire or whatever. And yeah, back in 2008, you see Tina Fey doing literally what, you know, Sarah Palin said, then you fast forward to 2020, you know, even 2016 too, as well, you know, they had a lot of mocking stuff between the debates uh, between Trump and, you know, Hillary Clinton. Uh, and then you fast forward to 2020 and it's like, every, I feel like 2020 and everyone was at their home and was watching everything happen in real time. And everyone did have the question of like, is this real life? Is this satire? I don't know anymore. And then you watch it on SNL or someone else on like uh, another political kind of uh, comedy talk show. And they're just pulling the truth from what was literally said and maybe exaggerating a little bit you know like the fly in pence's head was ended up being joe biden on his head and herman cain was on there right but it's like those are real things that are being made fun of from real events and uh it's also funny just to see that whole th- the right or the base look at it and be like and, and reject it to be th- that never happened that was never said that was an exaggeration that was a joke you know that's that's not what he meant and it's like how, like, what world, what reality do you live in that you are unable to just, like, you're able to watch it but not able to really see or accept it, you know?
1: Well, and, and a good example is I know you posted, and I think I had it on a uh, a Twitch stream that I did the other day, uh, where you posted a video Uh, Because Donald Trump put out this big statement that their new slogan is make America great again, 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 and again, and again, and maybe again, maybe again, but probably never, right, probably never again. But but you actually, you found this clip from, it was the 2020 campaign, right?
2: Yeah, he was in, I think it was New Hampshire, it was October 2020, and he sees a guy in the crowd. And he's like, uh, yeah, you got that, you know, make America great again hat. And he's like, I'm gonna throw it I'm gonna throw another again on there. It's gonna make America great again, again. And it sounds ridiculous because even even the slogan itself, like that slogan he stole from Ronald Reagan during the nineteen eighty campaign, which was right. like, Let's make America great again. And then, you know, classic Trump, he just goes, Nah, I'll just take someone else's thing and 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 uh, and take credit for it. And so it was, let's make America great again to make America great again. And he has the, he's like unable to have an original thought. So he goes, well, you know what? Make America great again worked. So we throw on comma again. And in the video, he says it and he jokes about it. And everyone's like, oh, cheering, you know, and they laugh about it. And he literally says, I'm going to throw another again on there so I can sell you another hat. And I know that was one of the biggest things that they they talked about during the campaign. They're like, oh, we sold over a million, you know, Make America Great Again hats. And it's all a grift. And they're literally there and they're like, oh, he's laughing. He's he must be joking. OK, that's funny. Well, I'll laugh. But it's like, no, he literally told you his intent and then he did it. And you're going to buy it up and you're going to eat it. You know
1: why? Well, I mean, I think that's almost the entire from 2015, really, when he announced, all the way up until now, oh yeah, it's continued to be a grift. I, I mean, I, I, and I've said this several times on the podcast, and I, I've tweeted it out that we are, <laughs> we are at the intersection of WrestleMania and real life here. <laughs> like literally, the ivermectin store is on one corner, and yeah. the, the 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 fucking RNC CPAC going going to. Uh, 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 hungry is on the other corner. Like what in the hell is happening? Like, how can you, how can you even think to make this shit up? And that's really, yeah. that's the tough part for comedians like you. Now I use a lot of comedy. I, I'm more of, I consider myself more of a commentator who uses comedy. But you are you are writing this comedy, and it must be difficult to write the comedy. Speaking speaking of grifters and writing comedy, and someone with the name Donald Trump, you have a video uh, with Don Jr. in it, and he's looks like he's grifting in it because uh, a while back, you know, everyone's wondering if these people are running out of money, which of course they they probably are. But Don yeah. Jr. gets on cameo, and he was charging like. Like five hundred bucks or something. I don't know what he was charging. He, he
2: still he still is. I think he's actually charging more than that, and like even more for like the twenty four hour turnaround kind of thing. I mean, right. they're all on Cameo as like, how do you make a quick buck? To say the most simple things, like what? Maybe maybe birthday. we should
1: go on Cameo. I, I've, I are, have you considered? I I think maybe we should go on Cameo. I could do. I could just say fuck them. And into the, you know, fuck them. Oh, it's your yeah. birthday? Fuck them. And I can, you know, <laughs> grift be, I don't know. Maybe someone would have paid me 20, 30 bucks to do that. I, I don't know. Yeah. I doubt it. But I, I, I just, I find it funny that that it's not just like him, it's his entire universe around him that has gotten into this grift. And I think that's a lot of this ivermectin, Facebook. It's all one big, huge fucking grift for someone to make money somewhere. And yeah. if he gets part of it great if he doesn't you know maybe his supporters will. So but I do want to play a grifter video that you did a while back. How do you know how old this video is? It had to have uh, been right when he did the cameo so it's got to be from the summer, right?
2: Uh not too yeah yeah probably the last couple months. So, so this is
1: this is this is Gabe's rendition of a Don Jr. cameo video, so let's it. Hi,
2: it's Don Jr., and uh, this cameo goes out to a fellow patriot by the name of uh, Ima Lu Sir. Am I saying it right? Is it Emer's and Ima or Ima? Because I think it said Ima. Ima Lou Sir. Anyway, just want to wish you, Ima, happy birthday, and uh, 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 you look great for uh, line. You look great for 40. Woo! Eric, get out of the trash. I told you that pizza has mold on it.
1: <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part when he calls for line, but it's not it's not what you think. It's it's exactly what you think. Yeah. <laughs> so so how do you cuz man, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. Like the makeup is spot on or maybe it's not makeup. How much coke did you have to do or what did you have to do to prepare to look like Don you know- Jr.?
2: yeah i set up a whole another business to just completely expense those business items you know as research (laughs) if you will do Uh, your own
1: research right yeah
2: um but no it's uh, the the makeup and and i will say like the 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 purpose or the goal of the videos is like i want to create a world right like how however ridiculous or outrageous the scenario is that they're in like i want to create some realness to it and there are some people on you know on tiktok and twitter or whoever and instagram that make videos and they're just like i'll put a a, like a little like a towel on my head and i'll be the girl or like i'll go from the other angle and it's like oh here's like a quick back and forth but with my videos you know and and those videos work they're totally fine Uh, but for my style i i really want to create that work and to do that you know, I put in design. You know, I'm a designer, so I'll put in design to like different props, like like you saw with the ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and you know all the different things. Like I'm putting time in to like add those little details because I feel like it enriches the the video, um, especially for the viewer. Uh, and sometimes I'll like hide little Easter eggs in there, and um, but they they take some time. Like it's there's the writing process, and then there's the whole like all right, what what props am I going to use in here? And for like Don Jr. You know, I'm putting on, uh, it's a combination of burning and the secret here for anyone who wants to know, the secret is you're burning a cork, uh, and then you're rubbing it on your face to create that kind of that five o'clock shadow or that beard. And then I'm taking like flour for instance. So I'm like digging through my, my girlfriend's like flower stash and just like <laughs> putting on my face um that's the coke about- obviously
1: that's the coke right. yeah yeah that is because you're the- not you're not using real cocaine i mean it's not a you know you just don't rock down the street to your dealer okay well yeah I'm no, no, no no i, now, I mean <laughs> some
2: a lot of people ask me like how i get my eyes so red and they're like either you irritated them that much or you're really on coke uh but that is another prop that i do um no if like it's all pr- these are all practical effects there's no like Special effects in these videos—it's um, putting stuff in my eyes, putting flour on my face, uh, and on my jacket and everything. And again, it's to sell the idea that um, this is that character in that scenario. And in this one, it's it's Don Junior, and he's trying to make a quick buck by selling a cameo and can't quite, you know, uh, pick up on the joke that he's that he's a part of. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a process. It takes some time, especially trying to figure out like, oh, I've got this idea. And then how do I create that character? Uh, and what like kind of tools or aid do I need to, to, to make it go forward?
1: So, so I, I do notice that you put a lot of time into your props in your videos, but one of my favorite props one of my favorite props is the the Trump hat. Um, obviously, oh, yeah. I'm wearing a red hat because I want to make red hats wearable again. Yeah. Um, but you 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 have different renditions of the of the hat, and and there seems to be like an evolution of this of the manga hat inside your videos, and. and To go back to the Don Jr., because there was one point I want to make, and then we'll get to the hats. Yeah, yeah. Was was the script the the cameo that you would have paid for? Was that the...
2: Yeah, that's what I would have liked. So so you wanted the Don
1: Jr. video without having to pay for it. It's kind of the... Yeah, I got you. Okay, good.
2: Yeah, I wanted to figure out a way how to be like, if I were to make a video, you know, how do I sneak in a word that if he says it at a certain cadence... That it would actually be a different, a different right. thing altogether.
1: It was fantastic. So let's talk about the red hat. Tell me about the red hat, the MAGA hat evolution. Because again, in your videos, you know, originally it would say like "Keep America Great" or "Make America Great," or, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was an actual. You would you would try to emulate a MAGA hat. Which the most beautiful part about it is that like you're not trying to make it look like the real MAGA hat. You're trying to make it look. To me, it seems like in the video, like a mag, a, a, a Trump humper. Is yeah. like how do I make my own maga hat? And you know, and and that's how they would make it. That's that's what I see is happening. But yeah. there's been like this evolution from from uh, make America or whatever it says originally on it. I think you had Make America Gradient, and then it's yeah. evolved. So tell us about the evolution of the hat and how you come yeah, up with that so idea. So
2: I've got a I've got a red hat. Uh, it's the uh, El Paso Chihuahuas, the uh, minor league baseball team. <laughs> and you know, even better, even better, yeah. Uh, and so I, I would slap on a, um, a little red piece of paper that said, make America great again. And for a while I had that on there and I had, and people would comment, um, be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you paid for that. You know, I would never give him my money and all this stuff. People, people came at me pretty hard for it. And I was like, it's literally a piece of paper with duct tape on the back <laughs> end, that's stuck on a hat. I don't know what you got to talk about the most I've, I've allowed myself to, to dedicate to this is the ink that I put in my ink or into my printer. And I, I print it out and I cut it out and I put it on. That was the most of effort. And uh, over time it got like watermarks and it was like, got a little wrinkled and kind of torn, which I felt like added a little. Right. It's perfect. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely started with the whole, like, I was like, I'm never gonna give, give this group money for this hat. That is a symbol of, of hate, right? Like it's terrible. I don't want to do that um I also whenever I still film these outside and I do a lot behind the green in front of the green screen now, but whenever I do do them outside, uh, I am still very conscious of the hat that I'm wearing even though it's a complete joke and I'll like take the hat off when someone walks by with complete fear that they think that I actually am a part of this group um or'll like take the sticker off and it'll be like a little chihuahua on there um but <laughs> which is not any but, better but you know right yeah, yeah. but I'm like, if anyone asks, like it's not the same ad, you know. Right, right. So they, people, people got mad about it, and um, I was like, okay, well, I don't know why I'm still using my platform. Like, even though their platform is much bigger, I'm not. I don't know why I'm still using my platform to like um, lift up or, or 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 boost their message. So then I started creating um, alternative slogans on there, and uh, two that I I remember that I have right now are um i'm a huge hypocrite and the other one is i'm a simp for right-wing terrorists and then i've got another one i think that says like i can't read um (laughs) but i you know it's just like you take what they say and you know you can spin it however way you want and it's just funny and i feel like i wear more the i'm a huge hypocrite especially now with all these people that are you know will say one thing, you know, they're like, I'm pro-choice, but, you know, I say I'm pro-life versus vaccine versus abortion versus this versus that, like whatever the topic is, they'll flip-flops like a pair of sandals, you know, they'll like say one thing and then the complete opposite say nothing that contradicts what, what they just said. Um, so I feel like that had gets a lot more, uh, stage time. If I ever do like an insurrectionist or just like another video that doesn't do with that, then I'll probably put on like, I'm a simp for right-wing terrorists. Um, but yeah, it's always, it, I'm just like, if I'm going to wear the red hat, I'm going to put a message on there that I think is funny and is going to make fun of them. You know, it's going to mock them, um, for this hat that they like live and die by, you know? So, so let me ask
1: you, because, uh, you make a good point back to, uh, you know, which hat you're wearing and then back to the, like now they're like this hat has just like the evolution of your hat in your videos. This hat has gone to symbolize, symbolize different things as the as we've evolved since you know really 2015, but really since he started his 2020 campaign, it really evolved mm-hmm. into a lot of different things with the pandemic, and we are at a point like the point you just made uh, in our political discourse where it is complete hypocrisy, like n- not just not just with one thing, but it's like all things like everything. Can you imagine if the Democratic National Committee decided to do their big huge the Democrats and the liberals decided to do their big huge conference and go to a foreign country? Can you even fucking imagine? And yeah. they're ex- they they're loving this. They're like, "Oh, this is going to be great because we're going to go where like basically 21st century neo-Nazis are at. Like this is the this is the right wing. This is fascist." Yeah. 2.0 there. This is going to be great. We're going to learn from the best. Right. Like it is... But what's
2: also funny is they'll do those things and then they'll, they'll in the same breath, call anyone who calls that out be like, you're fascist. You're trying to control my freedom right. of speech, my freedoms. And it's like, name the rest of the amendments if you can. Right. Uh, but, really like within within the same breath they'll just be like uh yeah we'll go to a place or we'll we'll represent or support this person that has these ideologies which at one point you would have been like that is anti-american anti-democratic like all this stuff right and then be like oh no you're calling that out now you're the problem you're you're the you're the sheep and it's like
0: Mm, right. Well, it goes back you to your
2: to video.
1: Taste. Right, it goes back to your video. You're actually eating stuff for livestock. It's insanity. Yeah. Insanity. The level of satire that you are actually portraying in real life is incredible. But but even, like, because it gets me, even on levels of, you know, my body, my choice, but it even is more simple than that. I, I posted something this morning, and I, I don't remember what I said. I I said um, something about the... the Pfizer vaccine, um, and, and I guess Project Veritas, and of course this is going to be a stupid thing that we do over the next week, they have a video of what appears to be what they're saying is a scientist with Pfizer, which they may or may not be, I don't know, but literally the person is saying everything that we've already known for months and months, that the vaccine yeah. isn't. It's not 100%. There's going to be breakthrough. We've known that since the very beginning. They've said that even last year before it was even had the emergency approval from the FDA after they did all the Mm -hmm. R&D and had the data. They knew what the data was. They knew that there was going to be breakthrough. The other thing that he really, that they try to zero in on is, oh my God, the virus gives you antibodies. Like, yeah, that's how your fucking immune system works. Like, how the fuck can't you people know this? Like, if it doesn't kill you, if it doesn't kill you, you will have antibodies from having the virus because your body fought it off. Now what yeah. he's explaining in the video is like those antibodies are completely different than the antibodies we're giving you because it interacts with the protein differently. And that's why you don't get sick when you have like he's literally explained to him why to get the vaccine. Like, yeah, like, like the video clip that they show is like, that's the evidence of why to get it. Right. Like, like why? So the funny part is, and I guess the point here is, is that I said, obviously the point is, is, the goal is for no one to get the virus. Like it's not going to, that's the goal. It's not, we, mm-hmm. it's not achievable because it's a pandemic. So obviously there's going to be breakthrough, but if everyone would do what they're supposed to do and listen to the scientists, listen to hundreds of years, of historical data on vaccines and vaccine yeah. mandates and people, how we eradicate disease in this country. Like if you just look at not just COVID data, like historically, on vaccines, mm-hmm. how you get rid of disease in certain areas of the countries in certain communities, you would know this stuff. It's really simple. It's not rocket science. But it but it, it's incredible. And that's kind of what I said. The goal is to not get it. And then someone down below is like, yeah, well, it's our choice not to get the vaccine, so leave us the hell alone. And it's like, yes, we know it's your choice to not get the vaccine, but what you're doing is saying you don't want the consequences. You want the choice... But you mm-hmm. don't want the consequences, and what really pisses me off when they have tried because these people appropriate everyone's culture, and everyone yeah. they appro—just like you said, Donald Trump steals everything. This this white privilege, uh, white grievance shit—they appropriate every culture, uh, black culture in America, uh, Hispanic culture, and they appropriate mm-hmm. every fucking culture, and they try to appropriate the phrase "my body, my choice." Yeah. And what they don't understand, because me, me, neither one of us are women. We are we are the least likely to get abortions between us. Right. Mm -hmm. But what they and and mostly this is men. What they don't understand is that women have never said, I want the choice to have abortion, but I don't want the consequences. Like, do you have any idea how much how many consequences there are? To choose to carry a child, to not to to choose whether it's your life or 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 not to have an abortion. I mean, don't do you have any idea what those consequences are of those choices, and that those women bear those consequences, those choices, and you fucks literally are saying a phrase that you have no historical context of what the phrase means, of, of what the context is, and not only that, you are not willing to fucking live with the consequence of people who actually live live by that fucking phrase and have for yeah. decades and decades. And it's like, it's just a whole nother level of hypocrisy and absolute, absolute, they're self-unaware. Um, yeah, it it's just it's incredible.
2: It, it's, uh, there's a few things that you mentioned. So like the, the on the vaccine side, they're like, oh, well, I, I don't want to, you know, for, okay, first off, Project Veritas, a uh, complete joke that has, uh, every time someone's like, oh, they got this, Uh, you know, insider video, you know, it's like uh, this person was being recorded and it was uh, um, it was like undercover kind of thing. And then you do a little bit of research into who the people are in the video and you realize that these videos are edited and manipulated in a way just, you know, a lot of things in life are manipulated so that you can evoke a certain emotion or reaction from people. But this is definitely done in a malicious way where James O'Keefe knows what he's doing and does it intentionally. Um, there was the, there was the video that came out before this one where they're like, Oh, there's the whistleblower that was a, that worked for um, the U S department of health and services. And she had the video of the doctor in there who was like, Oh, they're, you know, it's full of shit. There's a bunch of shit in the vaccine. scene and trying to make you take it. And it's a, you know, it's a bunch of these like undercover videos um, between different people at the hospital. I, out of curiosity, my, my mom is a nurse and I, you know, I I respect the medical field and I have complete admiration for it. Once almost even considered becoming a doctor because I spent so much time in a hospital, like with my mom. Um, and I was like, you know what, this person is giving a bad name for years of research that we've done in technology and has advanced to make a, a vaccine for people to fight a deadly virus, this pandemic. And, I called into the hospital of where it was the um, uh, Phoenix. It was I think it's called PICU, P-I-C-U, or or but it was Phoenix, uh, Arizona, um, a hospital that was specifically also within um, within like indigenous people like reservation area. So it's also a very vulnerable population. So to release a video of a doctor saying this in a hospital in that area is very very bad um and so i called in and i was curious i was like hey i'm you know i use an alias not my real name uh i say this is so and so i'm following up on a video that was released where this person claimed this and i wanted to see what they said anyway find out that the woman in the video this doctor uh forget her name maria i think gutierrez or, or gonzalez or yeah gonzalez uh, with, yeah um she's not a full-time doctor she's a part-time doctor who as the person who i hr i spoke to moonlights there when they need an open slot so she's a whoever has their own opinion doesn't work for the department of health and services doesn't work for this hospital uh is a part-time person who just kind of subs in when they need someone to fill a slot for a shift and this person just like running her mouth and saying like oh the vaccine's full of shit and it's not it's not uh, uh, helpful, it's, it's harmful, very, very dangerous language. Um, and finding out also that just like none of the stuff that is said is true, but it doesn't matter to someone like James O'Keefe in, in Project Veritas, and they do the same thing with his video to say to, to make the case of why you need the vaccine but to try to make it proposed as like, oh, the vaccine is actually harmful and bad for you. and You shouldn't take it because it ch- you know, changes your DNA and all these crazy claims that they make. When in actuality, it's like, no, this is based on years of research. Like you said, this is based on clinical data and, and testing and, and approval and committees. And, and uh, also the people that say they don't want the vaccine for COVID were completely fine if they were enlisted in the military getting shot up with everything you can think of to make sure that they're safe in foreign countries for those local diseases. Uh, but also if you were a kid, right, you had to have a literal like, you know, vaccine kind of report card that you turned in to say, yeah, I've been vaccinated for measles and mumps and chickenpox and polio and all this stuff. So I don't, or this kid doesn't cause an outbreak for a bunch of these other people uh, as teachers or, or staff members or students and uh, even more so for people who travel, you're like, you need to prove that you've been vaccinated to travel to a foreign country, certain like China and other places. Um, this vaccine is no different. It's just that technology made it much quicker based on uh, existing technology. And you compound that you know, with time and you're able to accelerate and get something out quicker. And also how they you know, streamlined um, the whole process But the people still, despite having this uh, information readily available, they'll deny it till till they're buried in the grave, you know, And, and they'll just fight it to be like, my body, my choice. And it's like, well, you clearly don't get the message and you also claim that you're mocking this group. But if you were to have an argument or. Conversation, whatever you want to call it, with someone that was that was saying that they were my body, my choice, and try to get them to agree on it. Then it's like, okay, if you're my, my my body, my choice for the vaccine, then you're also my body, my choice for a woman's reproductive rights to choose if she wants to have an abortion. And there was like, no, that's not the same thing. And it's like, okay, fine. If you're not uh, pro-choice for that, then are you willing to support and give the necessary social services and programs? to these women who now have to have a child because you wouldn't allow an abortion and like, Oh no, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. So it's like, well, what are you guys? Are you pro-life or are you pro-choice? Because I'm getting a complete uh, contradiction between two things you said within the same breath.
1: Well, you know, and I think that's a good point because, and I've said this before, they actually, they they've never really believed any of this shit. And and they don't know oh, what yeah. they believe anymore. And that's why they're in these corners, right? They painted themselves in these corners. Mm-hmm. And really, I think that's the actual danger is that they painted themselves in these corners and that they might act out on some of these things when they really truly don't believe them, right? Like they, they like they don't believe this stuff, and it would be dangerous for them to act out on them. I mean, in the same way that Project Veritas is kind of poking the bear here, because yeah, for for, for all intents and purposes. I don't know who this scientist is. He could be the guy that mops the floors while the scientists are having meetings, right? Right. I don't know. And he may be a scientist. I don't know. Now the things he said in the video that I the clip that I watched, of course I won't even play it here and I didn't play it on any of my content. Cause it's cause there it actually to me it's like, well that makes you think you should get the vaccine, but you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's crazy how they turn things around. But Speaking of, like you said, the lady from the hospital where they one video, um, it almost feels like we have some of these people in Congress. And what I mean by that is central casting, right? Like Lauren yeah. Bobert, Marjorie Taylor Green, Matt Gatz. Like some of these people, it feels like they auditioned to be right-wingers and they got the part and they placed them in these congressional districts. And yeah. that's how we got some of these fucking fools is that because mm-hmm. and there's evidence that like Candace Owens and some of these other right wingers that aren't in Congress, Lauren but Bober, yeah, yeah, right, that they were they all had in a casting ca- profiles, right, right. They had casting profiles, a, a talent profile, right. So, yeah. and I don't know if that's, I maybe that's a conspiracy theory, but even if it is a conspiracy theory, sometimes conspiracy theories, you're like, well, it's no wonder it's a conspiracy theory because it seems so obvious, right? Which right. Brings me to my next video that I have of yours of a congressman who seems like he's from the casting age the, the Nazi casting agency. Uh <laughs> he's a Florida man, of course. It's uh, Matt Gatz. And I believe this video is where Matt Gatz ends up in hell, which, you know, is I'm an atheist, but I would believe that if there was a hell, there would probably be a special place. For Matt Gates yeah. in it. So let me play that and then we'll talk about
2: that video. Whoa, where am I? The gates of hell. Like the Matt gates of hell? Hell no. I shouldn't be here. I'm a good, innocent Christian. Innocent people don't beg Trump for a blanket pardon. But sure. Let's go through the list. List? In 2017, you were the only congressman to vote no on the anti-human trafficking bill. Well, the thing about- uh In 2019, you tweeted that Florida should change its welcome signs to, There's no age that you can't be sexy. Recently, you made fake IDs with Joel Greenberg, a sex trafficker. Fake news. There's video evidence. Then, you showed nude photos of women to other lawmakers on the House floor. There's a very good explanation. Shut the hell up. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Turns out, you also created a sleazy sex game with fellow Florida lawmakers. And you also pay to have sex with minors. Even we think that's gross. Mm. Don't fight it. We literally have the receipts. I mean, how fing dumb do you have to be to pay for sex with an oh, ass? <laughs> right on schedule. Mm? Little Nas X will now be in charge of your punishment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course, you land, you land a great punch again and again and again um every time with these videos so you went after uh, matt i call him matt gets everyone wants to say gates but the reason why i call him gets and i fuck up name names on purpose mm-hmm. but i call him matt gets because i think it would piss him off
2: <laughs> if i uh, yeah so no, for sure so
1: any video that i might do or that might get out there i want to make sure it's matt gets because he'd be like if he saw it he'd be pissed. Not about yeah. the content, because it would probably be true, but that right. I said his fucking name wrong, you know, so it's Matt Gatz. But I get the whole gates of hell. I, I get the the thing there that you did. <laughs> but but yeah. really, this goes back... Your video is really talking about, again, this theme of hypocrisy where like, every single time uh, 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 there's even a sneeze that a Democrat did something wrong. The entire the entire right wing destroys them and not yeah. only the entire right wing but there's always this this part of the democrat or liberal part of the political spectrum that wants to be again the woke or the the head of everyone else or you know cuz that's our cycle today is you got to be you got to be first right. in line right i knew before everyone else knew right so there's this mm-hmm. cycle so they destroy that person right but when you flip it around when you turn it around and it's a right winger, especially uh, a a Trump humping, you, you know, supposedly Christian evangelical person, like <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this a it it makes a little throw up in my mouth when I say that about someone like Matt Gates. Yeah. But even when that happens and we have this case and it's a federal case, this isn't like this isn't like some hyperbole or some meme. This is a You're real right. case. Where someone that evidence ties to Matt Matt Getz. Joel Greenberg has has admitted guilt in a federal court and not only that, to several charges, and it seems to be providing evidence, and the public evidence shows that Matt Getz possibly, probably one hundred percent committed allegedly, committed federal yeah. crimes. Yeah. Right out the, right evidence. out in the open. Yeah. And so this hypocrisy, I mean, yeah. and and that's uh, is that where this video came from, or or talk about that yeah, kind yeah. of hypocrisy so, too? Uh,
2: there's actually it, it's uh, I actually have it. There's like a two parter to this video. I have another video where uh, Chris Hansen uh, meets Matt Gates in a in a kitchen, and he's like, "How about you take a seat, right?" <laughs> and that's how the typical uh,
1: catch a predator, uh, catch predator,
2: right? predator yep. yeah, starts yep. right. And so he comes in, and he you know he's like, Oh, I've never heard of Joel Greenberg. And he's like, well, here's a photo of you with him and Roger Stone. And he's like, Oh, it's, you know, basically it's, it's a campaign of people uh, to come against him and attack him. Right. And uh, so there's another video where I, 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 hit on that cause I'm like sooner or later, like this is the scenario it would have led to, right. If he wasn't already uh, under investigation, like I'm sure somebody would have, Got him on tape in a very compromising situation where he was doing something that he should not have been doing. Um, so there's another one like that, but this one, yeah. So these videos really came out of, uh, of this idea. And I even have another one, which is calling out, um, uh, you know, Cuomo, right. And being like, you know, the, the right is like, Oh, the, uh, you know, uh, Andrew Cuomo should resign. Like, yeah, he should. Anyone who, who does something against uh, a, a female or male or whoever, um, should be prosecuted and and should go through um an investigation uh no one's saying they shouldn't right Uh, especially on 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 the left everyone's like yeah if this person did something like this they they uh, assaulted someone um harassed whatever they should face the consequences right and then you're like great how about you take that same energy that you have against cuomo and you put it against matt gates and Jim Jordan and and all these other people who are you know uh, definitely showed signs or they have evidence against them um, of you know explicitly making Benmo payments right and it's the complete just like blinders that they have on to be like no no I that's not the same thing that it's completely different right and, and or or even like when the right was like oh Al Franken you got to resign over this photo right um, and then he was like okay, you know, I'll resign, you know, I'll do what I do. I feel like it's the right thing to do, whether it is right or not, whatever. Um, And then the right is unable to accept, you know, for the, also for the party that is very much like sex, like we don't, uh, we don't want sex traffickers and we want to save the children and all that bullshit that they, that they just like uh, project out there. They are unwilling to accept any fault or blame within their own party and it's just like if there was any more of a sign that this gop the gqp whatever you want to call them are hypocrites uh you know they can contradict themselves um they you know are just like unwilling to to face the truth or or they know it's true and they will you know you know divert their eyes somewhere else and place the blame in point at the next shiny new thing or whatever it is um and it's across the board it's on a a myriad of topics but this one in particular where it's like this is a very bad offense this is something that's very very bad uh and they just do not accept fault or blame within their own party for those within it uh and matt gates is a a a perfect example of that and in those moments um I'm just like, yeah. This is the inspiration for this video or these videos, where it's like, can we call to attention the hypocrisy here? Like, I don't, I don't know how many different ways I need to say it, but uh, the guy's in the wrong. He did something bad. He should face the consequences. And the other party's like, what, what? Hmm? Hmm? And just like, don't want to, don't want to accept it. You know? Nope. Won't so do it.
1: Won't do. It. You know but, what I? You know what I? I have a phrase for this. You know what I call this condition that they have? I call it head up ass syndrome because um, <laughs> they do they need to pluck their head out of their fucking asses. it's head up ass yeah. syndrome, but there's also the the technical term I think is anal cranial dysfunction. I'm not sure on that <laughs> uh maybe maybe we'll have to check the medical dictionary on that yeah. but but
2: but that's there's also the there's also the trump derangement syndrome, which is they're so bought into the Trump that he could never do any wrong. Right. And it's the people who, you know, storm the Capitol and na- change the name. I have a, I have another sketch where there's a guy who goes to a doctor and he gets diagnosed and the guy's like, you're, you've got TDS. And he's like, ass," And he's like, no, TDS, Trump derangement syndrome. And he explains like, you named your child, uh, like Ivanka <laughs> Eric Don jr. Uh, Tiffany Baron <laughs> Trump right and all these other things and uh, you were willing to to go bankrupt and donate your money to the guy for the grift and you knew it and you still would do it and it's like that whole party they're all just you know they're like oh you guys the democrats and the left and whatever all sheep and it's like you guys
1: are doing exactly again, what you're accusing everyone else of doing right. like, exactly. And at the same time
2: it's like You're you're like just like with the Trump hat thing. It's like you're literally told what he's going to do, and you laugh it off, and then you put money down, and it's like, what?
1: Well, you know the crazy part about that is this week we're hearing all this uh, Facebook stuff, which I mean we I think we've all known this Facebook stuff for a long time, but the significance of it is an actual whistleblowers not not only coming out and say it that worked at Facebook. Um, but she's providing the receipts, right? And today yeah. she started like in 10, Congress.
2: Ten thousand documents. Yeah, it's something yeah.
1: crazy. Like, and and basically confirming uh, what everyone knew. Now, now the big story that everyone's kind of zeroed in on is the Instagram young girls thing. Um, yeah, but I I, I actually think. Um that being a specific story, that's where they can get bipartisanship in Congress. So I think that's a good story mm. to kind of focus on. But really the overall broad story is that that the algorithm isn't the enemy. It really isn't garbage in, garbage out. And the 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 problem that we have is Facebook knew that. And I think that's yeah. where a lot of this shit comes from. That's where a lot of these disprogramming of them they, Do they think Donald Trump is not the guy who he really is? Like they have this whole other image of what he is, which is not even close to the reality. And I think right. it's all the programming of Facebook, and we're seeing that this week, where um, her name is uh, uh, Hogan, Hugan, Hogan, Hogan or H A U G E N. So it's not Hogan, but it, I think it's something similar to that. But yeah. um, but she was she, and it's not just like Facebook like the Project Veritas where she swept the floors there and heard these people say this. This woman has been in social media and internet companies for for a long time. She worked for Google. Um, She was a a huge project manager at Pinterest, and she's got like a data science degree. Like this is what she does. And she's basically risked her entire career of ever working in her field again to come out and say, hey, not only is this wrong, they fucking knew it was wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, the huge thing that today under oath, she sat in front of Congress and said, hey, not only are they doing wrong and we all and it's been obvious, like, yeah, it's been obvious that this is happening. We've seen tons of families, tons of lives being destroyed. Over this misinformation and this reprogramming of how the algorithms program to you. But the problem, and I don't, I, I, everyone wants to blame it on the algorithm. And it is the algorithm's problem because Facebook could fix the algorithm. But it, right. the problem really is that Facebook knows that this is happening. They know right. it, not, not just to the extent of that it's giving girls depression and it, and it's causing some of them to commit suicide. It's like changing. It's like changing parts of society because they're completely being deprogrammed or reprogrammed, however you want to put it. Like you said earlier, right. you're the they do something fascist and you're like, that's really fascist. Like, no, you're the fascist because you called me a yeah. fascist. Or or whatever the whatever yeah. the hypocrisy is. But what do you think, you know, before we go, what do you think? this Facebook, do you think that this changes if Congress can do something or even the knowledge of this can change and, yeah. and un, unengage some of this, this garbage that we're talking about? It makes for less videos for you, but <clears throat>
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: in turn, it I makes mean, society is, better.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe I'll write a, a, a video about this exact situation, but I can tell you from my own experience, I worked for a company uh, that was, within the social media space we were a facebook partner company and we made a facebook app and i can tell you i mean like we had our own um you know uh, ip that we had uh that would be predictive modeling it was within the higher ed space and how students made connections but i can tell you from people that we had connections with and conversations we were privy to this is like this is nothing new like this is It makes the fact that I still use the app. It's like whatever, because it was popular at the time, and it was the you know outside of Twitter and Instagram, those were the main two things that were you know used on social media. But um, it's it is nothing new. Like we knew these things. We knew that they were programming the app to be highly addictive. You know, it works. um, It's like also, it's like Justin uh, Rosenstein is the creator of the like button, and just a few years ago. He came out and he was like, I regret making that. I do not like the fact that I create a like button because it has evolved and created this monster on social media, which is like validation comes from how many likes or hearts or retweets or or shares or whatever it is. But it all came from the like button, you know, the thumbs up. And that's something to be said there, which is like, if the creator of the thing from facebook or on facebook says i regret making that thing it's like the creation of the atom bomb it's like i it's the thing is a is a tool that uh, that it can be weaponized and that is what happened and so i can tell you from like stuff that i knew back then it was early stages but it was it was happening you've got teams that are primarily focused on the interaction of just the you know just like uh the news section or just the um, the photos section or just the, uh, the timeline or, you know, or your wall or whatever um, teams that are, that are with a scalpel making slight tweaks in testing with an audience because their, their user base is so large that they can do tests very quickly and they can validate hypotheses that they have of interactions that they're trying to teach, right. New behaviors to say like, we want people to use this, Will they do that? What happens if we slightly change the color, or the text, or the size, or what have you? Like these are all things that you know I've experienced in within product design, and, in, in product management, and uh, software development. But these are the things that are happening behind the scenes, and not a lot of people understand what's going on. But there's a there's a a crazy world of within Facebook and all social media that works within this hooked model, which is like, you know, you're giving someone a little taste. They try it, you know, and they go to the next thing. And then eventually, you know, they're going in a circle and they're hooked because you've now taught them that uh, they make an action. Here's a response. They receive a reward. They do that again. And you go again and again in a cycle that essentially never ends. That keeps people on the app. You know, you want to bring your retention numbers up. And so when I look at this in the end, I like, and I think to myself, what's going to happen from Facebook? Will they make changes uh, within on their own? No way because Facebook is one of the largest lobbying entities in DC. So it's it's like uh, it's like South it's like from the you know the the Pandora papers. it's like South Dakota is a tax haven and they're the ones that are writing the tax laws that are gonna benefit their state uh, as a place to store your money, right? And it's Facebook is the same way where they're gonna say, okay, we'll make the changes. And you just have to take our word for it. And unless there's some sort of regulation or you're able to break them up from this monopolist like monopoly that's there within this communication, social media platform, um, you have to take action. So whether it's breaking them up as like, that's a clear sign to separate these powers. So you avoid a server issue like yesterday, which is literally everything's in the same server room. And the only way that you can access it is going through with a, um, with an axe grinder, uh, which is a whole hilarious story on its own. <laughs> uh, to think that everything was stored, it was like how to get into buildings, how to, you know, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, all within one server room and a lack of redundancy and a and no key to get in the door. They had to, to break in, but that's, you know, a whole thing by its own. But I, as I look at it, I say, there is no path forward in my mind Unless there is some sort of regulation or um, they they break up the company in some way, um, which, you know, funny enough, people on the right and the left have been saying it for years. Um, it's just that the people that are asking the questions in these committees don't ever take action. They're always like, oh, hey, what would you change if you could change it? And you guys are making the rules. So we'll take your word for it. And you've got a lot of people who are just like so old, like, you know, uh Blumenthal, who's like, so you guys gonna shut down the Finsta? And you're like, that's not even in the app. I don't know what you're talking about. That's so it's it's there's a lack of understanding within uh, lawmakers, and that allows this whole problem to evolve. Where they're like, oh well, don't worry, don't we'll do it, we'll do it, and we 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 tell we'll tell you that uh, it's fixed. And so I think without some sort of regulation or someone breaking them up or someone that's actually monitoring this to avoid these issues, like there's some litmus test or benchmark to say, here's a problem. And here are things that we can do to solve it in your product to avoid these very dangerous and terrible outcomes within teens and females and whoever. uh, I don't know if there's anything that would change it. They're gonna keep doing it, they knew it. And the only reason they kept doing it was because it was making money. And that at the end of the day is the driving force. If they can make more money, they're gonna keep doing that thing. Even though they know, they know that it's wrong. It's the immoral, unethical thing, and if it makes more money and it drives shareholders' money up and and, and the value goes up,
1: keep it going the other way. Keep the ATM a ticking. Well, and I think I exactly. think the answer is because um, I I mean I, I, breaking it up sounds great, and, I, and maybe that's part of the solution. Part of the solution, but it is a utility. So it is, t- I view it as a utility, and not Facebook itself, but social media in general, uh, because a lot of uh, government entities, um, emergency entities, uh, businesses, uh, schools try to get their messaging mm-hmm. out to their customers or their, you know, their patrons. In other words, um, to yeah. about certain things, it's it's a messaging platform. It's like a newspaper. We don't have newspapers anymore. So yeah. it is like a utility inside of a utility, where the internet's kind of the, you know, the physical lines buried in the right. in the ground that is distributed to you, and it's a utility inside a utility. So I really think the regulatory body is what needs to happen. Um,
2: yeah, and to- a good and a good example of this is uh, is uh, utility companies like you brought up is like PG&E, right? A private entity in California. They had no oversight or right. if there were any questions, they were like, yeah, yeah, we fix it. We did it, you know, and you just have to take our word for it. Right. You fast forward to, well, I guess go back a couple of years now and you've got a, a fire that goes up and down the coast that goes for miles because of a pg e issue on their end. Right. They cause a spark in a fire and it's a hot. It's a fire season right. and it caused acres of damage and people lose Oops. homes, and people passed away. Oops. Yeah. And they're just like, Oh my bad. And then you, you have a watchdog report that comes out that says, Oh, actually there were these issues that were brought up and they knew about it. Right. And instead of regulating themselves and regulating, they're like, Oh, you know what? We're going to give this CEO or this executive mm-hmm. person a bonus, you know? And then they're like, you know, same thing with like, uh, the airline industry. You give them money after, you know, uh, they're like, Hey, we're on the brink of, of, uh, of bankruptcy. We need your money. Okay, great. Okay. Now you're going to use this money for what you said. Right. right? And they're like, yeah. No. And no. Like, no. Th- yeah, And then you're like,
1: now, yeah. And
2: then stock buybacks and Oh
1: they, yeah. Right. Oh, we're going to do yeah. stock buybacks and put profit in our pockets. And Oh, by the way, we're going to raise the price, your ticket and charge you for more baggage. Right. Exactly. You fucks. So
2: it's just like one of those things where it's like, there are agencies, but there needs to be better regulation. Then you got people on the right. Which I guarantee if you have this conversation with someone on the right and you try to go through this, it would be much like the videos that I've done. It's going to be a looped conversation right? where you're going to talk about, uh, hey, Facebook is too big. Yes. We all agree on that. Yeah. Great. Let's break it up. Okay, yeah. great. we need regulation. We yeah, need to do it. And they're like, uh, and they might right. say yes on that one. And you go, well, if that's true. And let's apply the same logic right. to these other nope. utilities and other things. And they're like, "Well, no, okay, that's just." And then they're right. like, "That's socialism." Well, and that's because like, they well, hate look.
1: Facebook right now because the their, the Cheeto Dust Mobster is not on there. I mean, right. I mean, yeah. literally, they would love Twitter and Facebook, and they would be on their side if Donald Trump was still on there. But because he's suing them now, it has to be the enemy, like. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I got to go through the whole show, you know, just like we were saying earlier. Right. So that's that's the whole thing, right? That's the whole shtick. Yeah. They gotta they gotta pretend like they hate it because they have to hate it because it hates him or whatever the fuck they're yeah. they're they're, every, they're logic. Every
2: day or week. It's a brand new um, fabricated uh, anger, right? Yep. And you could say that you could say that on either side of the political political spectrum, sure. or whatever. But for this side specifically, they're like uh freedom of speech and like but right when a private company <laughs> says that i can't say these really bad things
1: i want know. them right it's it's craziness, right. and it, it, it's like they totally stay it. right. They totally don't understand rights, freedom, or what we actually want to achieve, which is liberty. And I think that's right. the problem: is they don't understand liberty, and that liberty is only delivered to you if everyone else has liberty. That's the only way yeah. that it's delivered to you. And they don't really they that because they're fascist, and they've been programmed by Facebook and social media to be fascist. Then that's the case. Speaking of being programmed by social media and social media programming what I want you now that we've done bash social media, what I want you to do <laughs> now, Gabe is to tell everyone out there where to find you on social media. So you can program them with your con with, uh, with your content.
2: Yeah. So, uh, my username across all platforms, um, Instagram, uh, you know, when it's working, uh, tick and Twitter is I am Gabe Sanchez. Very simple. It's just my name. Um, You know consistent branding uh but yeah you can find me on on all those platforms you know tweets videos sketches whatever they might be um you know political not political just a a wide spectrum of content within the within the comedy but also you know hopefully somewhat educational and insightful
1: Awesome. Well, I really do appreciate you joining us. And everyone out there, if you get a chance to go to Gabe's TikTok, I really do suggest you, you rewind all the way back to the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> because there are some great dance videos that you will love, and you should spread around. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you should spread them around all your social media channels, but we definitely might <laughs> consider it to get back to all those. Thanks for joining me again today, buddy. I really do appreciate you joining us, having you here. Stick around. I'll catch you on the other side here real quick. All right. Sounds good. All right. Gabe Sanchez. Thank you very much for joining us. Great conversations. Um, And Gabe's really, his videos, the best part about them that I like the most about his videos is that they do cause you to think about these issues in a way that, that, is in a loop, and a lot of times when you watch him on TikTok, it is like a loop, like you can watch the same video of him, you know, in the back and forth sketch with him and a a MAGA Trump umper, and like you can watch it in a loop, and it's like a real thing, like this is the conversation that you would have with someone who has this hypocrisy and this point of view, and it's just like this big huge fucking cycle and loop with these people. It's insane. So go go check his stuff out again. He's uh, at I am Gabe Sanchez on Twitter, uh, TikTok, and and the Instagrams when they're not shredding records and have their servers down while they're shredding records because they're under investigation by Congress. But he is over there, and I'm sure he protects his data. Probably not. But but uh, I'll digress on the social media. So thanks, Gabe, for joining us again. This episode we. We record it. It's a special guest episode. We're going to air it on Friday, 3 o'clock Central, 4 uh, uh, 4 o'clock Eastern. And you already know that because you've been here. But all of our special guest episodes, that's how we air them, is we do them on Friday, 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern. And don't forget to join us on the live podcast. That's Wednesdays, 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern, on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And you can also find us on all... All the directories. So the, the Apples, the Spotify's, the whole, the whole nine yards. So catch us there. Uh, please like, subscribe, do all that kind of good social media stuff that, you know, where we're programming people's minds and turning them into, to, uh, vaccinated zombies. And, and before I leave, there's one last thing I want to say.
0: Fuck em. <laughs>